Hey, welcome to Mindful Mostly. I'm Andrea Collins and I am all about the mindful living. I mean like, you know, most of the time. I strive to live my healthiest, most mindfully motivated life, but I am not perfect at it and I think that you're the same and that is why we are all here. We wanna get inspired, motivated. We wanna figure out more about ourselves. We wanna look hot, damn it. (laughs) That's always at the top of the priority list. And we wanna do it all with a conscious mind. That is why today we sort of shift from like taking it all inwards and we get more conscious about our environment in honor of Earth Day, which happened yesterday. So I didn't feel it got the glory it deserved. So we're gonna stretch it out another day. And we are gonna talk about ways to save our planet. Are you an eco-friendly person? Because I can tell you if you are, it makes you more attractive. They did some studies and they found that 78% of us wanna date someone who cares about the earth. In fact, the top eco-friendly terms that you can use for your dating profile are reuse, organic, environment, (laughs) farmer's market, and nature. So just stick it in there. Just be like, my name's Amanda. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Your boyfriends. <laughs> Have you ever seen someone litter and you felt pure rage for them? I know that recently I saw somebody in the distance throw a takeout cup into a bush. And you know what I thought to myself? I thought, I hope you die a slow, painful death. Some people just do not give a shit about the environment, which is just so, so painful to watch. And we're seeing so much of it around us over the past couple of years. It's like, in some instances, you hope it's getting better, but you see things that are taking turns from the worst, for the worst. So that's why we have to take it upon ourselves to really make a difference because it can be hard to create major world change, but you can make change on an individual level. And if we all do that, the world becomes a better place. Today, we are going to be talking to the author of Simple Acts to Save Our Planet. Her name's Michelle Neff, and she's awesome. And we're going to break down 10 easy ways you can take care of our earth. But first, I got a little book giveaway winners to shout out. Candace Kumai was on the show last Monday. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, she has a book that's out called Kintsugi Wellness. And it's all about the Japanese art of nurturing the mind, body, and soul. And it's beautiful. So I had a book giveaway going on at Mindful Mostly on Instagram. And the winners are Rebirth.Wellness and Stream Dipper. Congratulations, ladies. You are the winners of your very own copy of Kintsugi Wellness. And you know what? Giving away another book this week. In fact, we're going to give away this book we were talking about this week on the Instagram. So I will tell you how you can do that after this show. But first, guys, it's a Soul Nugget shout out. And I've got three really good nuggets this week, okay? This one is a reminder that we all need to think more positive because when we do, it literally changes our lives for the better. When you are in a negative place, you know how just all that bullshit keeps coming at you. So this is a reminder. Thinking about problems first makes us 17 times more likely to fail. That's a fact. 
Now this one, which I think is going to give you goosebumps. I hope you find someone who can speak your language so you don't have to spend a lifetime translating your spirit. Oof, that's good. One more time. I hope you find someone who can speak your language so you don't have to spend a lifetime translating your spirit. You might have that in your partner. You might have that in your girl crew. Whatever it is, when it does happen, it's a magical thing, isn't it? And lastly, this one. The best things in life either make you fat, drunk, or pregnant. Outro! Michelle Neff is here. We're going to talk about how to change the world today, people, one little step at a time. So what's your top 10, Michelle? So one of my favorite ones, um, you know, all of that junk mail that you get, I think everyone gets it and it's really annoying, let's be honest. And there's just so much paper involved. So one of the acts is to opt out of um, all of those mailings that you get. And that would definitely save so much paper in the long run. Um, there's some other ones, like if I know a lot of people, um, I have two dogs. I know a lot of people have dogs and cats. Um, you can easily make your own dog treats. Um, and that could save you on all that packaging that comes with the treats. And plus it's fun and, you know, I'm sure your dog would appreciate it (laughs) that you're making them some treats. There's some other stuff like not buying fur. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that, the chemicals that go into um, treating fur, like to make a fur coat, it all goes into our waterways and then our oceans, and um, it's just not very kind to the planet. So that's another great one, just opting out of fur, and there's some really great faux fur alternatives. Oh, this one is one of my favorites. So putting up a bee house in your yard. Um, I think that, uh, um, you know, it's easy to be scared of bees, that they're going to sting you. But they're actually really, they're very important. And unfortunately, we're losing them. And just putting up a bee house in your yard so that way they can come and nest and, you know, um, have food is a really great way to help. And similarly, you can also put up a bat house. Um, in your yard or outside of your window. um, And that can help bats who are also really important for pollinating. Um, That way they can have a home. Mm -hmm. So if you want to have some bat friends, (laughs) always be a (laughs) a good thing. Your cuddly little bat hanging out outside. Sure. Yeah, yeah. bats are really cute. If you've ever (laughs) just Googled (laughs) them, they're really adorable. (laughs) For sure. Um, So let's see some other things. Um, So lawn chairs, um, instead of getting a plastic lawn chair, you could opt for a cloth one. Um, Plastic is really horrible for the environment. So really anything in your your life that has plastic in it, um, if you could see if there's a alternative, that could be really helpful. And then what about our detergents and our shampoos? Totally, yeah. So um, that is one of the acts in the book. So if um, people support environmentally friendly, cruelty-free products, um, you know, all of that, it has to go somewhere after we're done using it. And unfortunately, it's hurting our marine life to have all these chemicals just pumped into the ocean. 
So yeah, if people opt for environmentally friendly, you can also, um, there's some like do-it-yourself shampoo and detergent. If you really, um, you know, want to do it all yourself, there is that option. Don't you just wish you could, like waste is unbelievable. Waste is what is going to take us all down, you know, just the stint mm-hmm. packaging. And um, I've heard of some people take keeping a waste diary where you just like keep track of it for the week, like how much you actually contributed to a landfill and, and how just being a bit more conscious of that helps you minimize it. Totally. Yeah, I, I think that Um, You know, when I was writing the book, um, I did a a diary myself just to see how much I was contributing to um, the landfill, and it's staggering. And if you think of all the the billions of people on this planet and how much trash and plastic, food waste, you name it, um, you know, if we could just be more mindful, I'm, you know, the book's not asking for like a complete shift in someone's life. Um, You know, it's just saying, hey, let's be more mindful and aware of what we're doing to the planet and how we can help. You know what I super love that I read in your book? Um, Bumper stickers and yard signs. (laughs) I feel like, of course, like that's, I love that. I love bumper sticker guy. Um, And and I love when someone has a meaningful message in their yard. Like, of course, why not do that? Right. Yeah, totally. I mean, depending on where you live, even if it's in an apartment, I mean, maybe if people are walking past on the city street, if you live in a house, people are driving by, I mean, why not put a sign out there and, you know, show your support for the environment or whichever environmental cause, you know, you would like. Um, I mean, that could change some minds and that could make a difference. What about therm- turning down the thermostat when you leave the house? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. If you go on vacation, um, make sure you turn it down because otherwise you're just wasting energy and, you know, it, you're also having a very high um, electricity bill, <laughs> which isn't very fun either. What is your stance on eating meat and trying to go a little bit more veggie? So I'm vegan myself and I support, um, you know, like a meatless Mondays approach. I think that if someone just, you know, makes one meal vegan or at least vegetarian, um, ideally the whole day, you know, going vegan or vegetarian on Monday, if you want to extend it and do the whole week, I think that's wonderful because the the connection between factory farming and global warming, um, it's really staggering. I mean, factory farming alone causes more global greenhouse gases than the entire transportation sector combined. Isn't that crazy? So yeah, when you look at these facts, um, it really is staggering. Um, But really, I mean, there's Plant-based foods, vegan foods, are in abundance. You could find them anywhere, beans, fruits, vegetables, nuts. So just switching, you know, at least one meal, and if you would like to, you could do more. I think that's it's probably the best way to help the planet. I feel like switching a few meals around is pretty simple, and especially if mm-hmm. you can keep that food closer to home. Like in, It's the time of year, especially in Canada, where, where I am, where we are, is... Um, it's tough to get local produce, like unless you're just eating potatoes um, mm-hmm. all winter. So, but when it is time, spring and summer and fall, when there are all these beautiful veggies, um, we should be eating closer to home. 
absolutely. Yeah. And that really cuts back on all of the transportation. Um, you know, that's something that even I didn't think of really until the last couple of years that, you know, your food has uh, transport to get to you. It doesn't just magically appear <laughs> at the grocery store. Um, but by supporting local and going to your farmer's market, you're going right to the source and you don't have, you're cutting back on all that transportation. Um, and of course, you know, supporting your local farmer is just a wonderful thing to do in general. Yeah, definitely. You talk about wildlife centers a lot and maybe going for a visit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's, um, I was really excited to include that because I think that's really something that if you have a child or if you have nieces, nephews, you know, children in your life, then I think that that's a wonderful thing that you can um, bring a child to do, you know, volunteer at a wildlife center because, you know, as cliche as it may sound, they really are our future. And if we as adults can get children invested in these issues, um, I think that's, you know, that's, they're going to grow up and hopefully want to protect the environment. And plus, it's fun. I mean, I know as a kid, I would want to play with an animal. So yeah, for sure. Didn't matter if it was a giraffe or an elephant, just to give no. them a, whatever, a cow. You, you can even go to I think there were like farm animal sanctuaries or something you mm -hmm. mentioned in the book. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's farm animal sanctuaries popping up in every state now. Um, so if you want to go cuddle a cow, um, <laughs> one of my favorite things to do, <laughs> then you can totally volunteer at a, a farm animal sanctuary and, and meeting these animals in person. It's It really is a life-changing experience. You talk about joining community and watchdog groups uh, in, in <laughs> your city or in your country. How do you find them? I think probably the best way um, would maybe just be in a, a Google search or you can ask around in your neighborhood. Um, maybe there's like a local committee that could point you in the in the right direction. I would also just Google. Maybe that would be a good place to start. Um, your library, your local library may offer some resources as well. And I think that this is... Um, the watchdog, having a watchdog group is, is really important, right? Because, you know, it's, you don't want to have these giant corporations just doing whatever they want. And it's really important to be able to track what they're doing and if it really is environmentally friendly. And if it's not, then you could, you know, protest and speak up and say, hey, as a community, we don't want this. Mm -hmm. Now, before you had talked about building a bee house in your yard, and actually, how do you do that? And then I also want to talk about planting wildflowers or native grasses yeah. and why that's so important. So building a bee house, um, you could probably go on YouTube and find a, a tutorial um, to be able to do it. If you don't want to build it yourself, um, I think, you know, your local garden center would probably have a few options. Um, personally, I, I love bees and I think they're amazing and they're so important. And yes, like you said, planting um, native plants, um, milkweed, um, into your garden will attract bees, butterflies, all types of wonderful animals, um, insects that we unfortunately are hurting and unfortunately are um, some of them are on the verge of going extinct. So just planting native 
plants. We'll bring them um, to your home, to your area, and they'll be able to have food instead it's... of, you know, dying. We don't want that to happen. Yeah, because it's really unfair. I mean, it's it's so much about loss of habitat. And mm-hmm. so we've moved in and kicked these guys out. And you know what? They're pretty important. So I love the idea of setting up your own little sanctuary in your yard or even on your, like, tiny little patio. Maybe Mm -hmm. you can't do a bee house on your condo patio. Probably not. (laughs) But, you know, you could at least plant some some flowers or some grasses that bees really like and birds really like. And and also, I like the idea that you mentioned of putting out a bird bath. I think that's Mm -hmm. just so nice. Okay, I'm kind of having a moment where I'm imagining the movie Cinderella. (laughs) Um, when like all the birds, like she walks outside and like the birds land on her shoulder and they're like, good morning. And she's like, oh, hello. Like that's, (laughs) that's what your yard could be. Yeah. People, yeah. You, people could totally have that. That could be a reality. (laughs) (laughs) Save a cow and stick it back there too. You're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Cows, chickens. Yeah. You name it. (laughs) Okay. So there's some, one last thing that I want to ask you and uh, it's something that I'm having, I'm struggling with right now because I like to buy bulk to cut down mm-hmm. on waste, but then I still find that I have to use a bag to put the the bulk stuff in. And even though I'll transfer the 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 hemp seeds, let's say, into mm-hmm. a mason jar when I get home, that means I wasted a bag for every single thing I got at Bulk Barn. So how do you avoid that? Hmm. So could I guess you, you could... bring the mason jar to the store and fill it up that way? I guess. And then they just weigh the jar empty and then weigh the jar after? Mm-hmm. I think um, I know my my local co-op here in Asheville. That's what they do. They weigh the difference. So you could cut out the middleman, the bag. And I think you could bring just the, the jars themselves and fill up on your bulk goods, and they should be able to weigh the difference for you. Okay. Or I suppose you could use all those bags want bags once and then get home, transfer them into the mason jar, but then make sure you bring those bags back and then just bring use them, them back. Yep. as many times as you possibly can, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you can find a way. Um, I mean, there's so many things you can uh, you know, do with a, a bag. Um, yeah, if you're reusing it, that's definitely a good thing. Thank God for the giant purse, because I feel like <laughs> so many times I forget my reusable bags at home, and I'll just, like, load up the old purse, and then, like, a week <laughs> later, I'll be like, oh, shoot, there's a thing of tofu in the bottom that I forgot yeah. about. <laughs> It happens. <laughs> well, congratulations. I love talking to you. We we were just riffing them off there. And like this book is so good because there's so many options. And even just talking to you for this past 10 minutes, I feel inspired to just like definitely make my yard a sanctuary and go get a sign. So uh-huh. <laughs> um, thank you so much. Are you planning on visiting a lot of national parks this summer and really taking oh. in nature? I would love to. You know, the Grand Canyon, I have yet to visit the Grand Canyon, and I would love to. Mm, Cool. Well, hey, congratulations. Thank you. Michelle, (laughs) thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. We're all going to have bat caves and bee houses and lawn signs in no time. I love it. 
you want to get your hands on a copy of Simple Acts to Save Our Planet, 500 Ways to Make a Difference by Michelle Neff, who we were just yakking with, hit up the Mindful Mostly Instagram to find out how you can win and share the love for the pod, guys. I'm appreciating it so much. By the way, shout out to Julie Page. She sent me, you hear this? A handwritten letter all the way from Austin, Texas. Girl, so much love to you. So much love to all of you. Okay, it is time for the Mindful Mostly Mission of the Week. And you know what it is this week? Ditching the coffee cups. I, you're going to be appalled when you hear these numbers. In the U.S. alone, 60 billion paper cups end up in landfills every single year because they can't be recycled. There's like the, the paper that's part of the cup, the cardboard, but then there's this plastic layer. And that's what stops it from burning your hand and getting soggy. And it also stops it from being recyclable. So use your reusable coffee cup because, girl... I know, just like me, you've probably got seven of them in the cupboard and you just always forget them, like your reusable shopping bag. So stick them in a place that you can remember them because it makes such a big difference because we all know that sometimes we're lying to ourselves when we think something is recyclable. So we'll just sort of like sneak it in that recyclable part of the outdoor waste bins. But lots of times it's not. So... Let's use those reusable coffee cups and let's try to reuse everything this week. I'll tell you the champion of that is Elsie, Linda Collins. She can reuse anything. She'll be like, oh, hey, check out my fabulous necklace made of old ketchup packages. Or, oh, you need a shower cap? How about this old grocery bag? (laughs) If you're lucky, there's still some old lettuce in it. Hey, coming up on next week's show, Lori Harder is here. Guys, she's a big deal. She is a self-love expert, and she's got the podcast Earn Your Happy, which is, like, huge. She has a book coming out. It's called A Tribe Called Bliss, and it is all about finding your crew and the importance of sisterhood. She's going to share the exact structure that she has used to build her own tribe and grow from, these are her words, not mine, the anxiety-ridden, unhealthy, introverted, underachiever she was to the confident woman who takes risks and leaps out of her comfort zone. In the meantime, please continue to share your love for the podcast. I'm seeing you guys. I see you on Instagram at Mindful Mostly. Going to be giving away this book, like I said. Make sure you head to the Instagram to find out how you can win it. And also, reviews on iTunes are like the hemp and chia seeds of wellness podcasting. So if you can, please head over to wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave a review. In the meantime, I will talk to you next Monday on Mindful Mostly.